Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Introduction to Health Policy Making in Developing Countries. This is Professor Porter, and let's get started. The learning objectives for lecture number two is going to be covering developed countries. So you're going to be defining developed countries, explaining how countries are ranked or classified, discussing who is responsible for ranking the countries, discussing how many countries are classified as developed, and identifying countries that are considered to be the most developed countries and explaining why. In this lecture, we will discuss countries classified as developed countries. The United Nations is responsible for the classifying and ranking of countries. However, there are many other organizations that also produce data on ranking countries. The three classifications for economies are developed economies, economies in transition, and developing economies. Keep in mind, some economy classifications may overlap. Information for this lecture and discussion assignments can be retrieved from the United Nations website located at www.hdr.undp.org. There are 195 countries in the world. 76 countries are classified as having developed economies. A developed country is a state with a developed economy and technologically advanced infrastructure compared to other nations. Developed countries also have post-industrial economies with service sectors contributing more to the nation than the industrial sector. The most developed countries are countries that have populations that have reached the highest level of life expectancy, which is above 80 years of age. This group of countries also provide universal access to primary, secondary, 
and tertiary healthcare for their populations for an extended period of time. They have also built permanent infrastructure to promote good health and longevity. You will notice several maps indicating which countries are considered developed or industrialized, newly industrialized, developing or underdeveloped countries. The Organization of Economic Cooperation and Development, also known as OECD. And the OECD is what we will refer to um, for the rest of this lecture. The OECD is an intergovernmental organization which brings together other governments of countries committed to democracy and the trade market. The OECD was established in 1948 as a result of World War II. The OECD's goals are encourage, is to encourage other countries um, to have sustainable economic growth, to help them boost their employment, raise living standards, maintain financial stability, contribute to growth in world trade, and assist other countries with economic development. The core member countries are also considered donor countries because of all the help that they provide for other countries. The OECD member countries are high-income economies with a very high human development index. There are currently 38 member countries of the OECD. Indicators of developed countries may include the Human Development Index, and we will refer to that going forward as the HDI. Another indicator would be the Gross Domestic Product. We will refer to that as the GDP, the, or the Gross National Income, and that would be income per person or going forward, we will refer to it as per capita. Another indicator of a developed country would be uh, how it's industrialized. A political ranking is another indicator and economic freedom ranking is another indicator. So those are the indicators that we will discuss in this lesson and focus on how they help to define the developing countries.
the HDI or the Human Development Index is measured on a scale. The index, again, can be found at www.hdr.undp.org. The scale measures education, health, and life expectancy in countries. HDA, HDI, Human Development Index, is set on a scale from zero to one. The most developed countries have a score of 0 0.80. HDI can be used to determine the best countries to live in, as those who are more developed typically have a higher quality of life. The gross domestic product, or GDP, is the monetary value of all finished goods and services within a country during a specific period. The GDP is usually calculated on an annual basis and it is calculated using expenditures, production, or incomes on an annual basis. In the US, the Bureau of Economic Analysis calculates the GDP using the survey data from businesses. The GDP provides an economic snapshot of a country, and it's used to estimate the size of an economy and their growth rate. Industrialization is a um, marked a period of countries transforming from agriculture economy to an urban mass producing economy. Industrialization was helped to sustain the per capita or individual gross domestic product in countries. Less than 20% of the world's population lives in industrialized nations. It accounts for more than 70% of the world's output. This is a necessary transition to escape poverty. The political stability ranking measures how an economy is doing politically. For example, It might include the president or parliament or Congress or how the government is performing during that period of time. All around the world now, the COVID pandemic is causing global health crises and it is threatening most if not all of the country's political ranking, 
and the other indicators that we mentioned before. The United States, according to documents and data, has had the largest fall of any country in its perceived political stability. The political stability fell from being ranked number 17 in 2020 to being ranked number 28 in 2021. The last indicator that we'll discuss on this lecture is gonna be the economic freedom ranking. The index of economic freedom is an annual ranking of countries from poverty, property rights to entrepreneurship. For 27 years, the index has measured the impact of liberty and free markets around the globe. The 2021 index confirms the relationships between economic freedom and the progress of an economy. Today, the most developed countries are considered to be number one, Norway, number two, Switzerland, number three, Ireland, number four, Germany, number five, Hong Kong, China, six, Australia, seven, Iceland, eight, Sweden, nine, Singapore, and the Netherlands is listed as the 10th most developed country. Again, in considering most developed countries, it would be based on the um, HDI, the GDP, the political stability, the economy, and the freedom score. So let's take a look at the data retrieved from the United Nations on Norway since it is listed as the most developed country. The HDI for Norway is 0 0.957, and the life expectancy is 82.4 years of age. The expected schooling in Norway is 18.1 years. And Norway also provides universal health care and education. The GDP in Norway is 72.1. The gross national income is 66,494 uh, $66, dollars per month per capita or per person. 
They are ranked high in uh, the political stability and their prime minister. And the economy or industrialization of the country is um, that they produce petroleum and natural gas exports. Workers are employed in the service sector or skilled labor, not agriculture or manufacturing. The freedom score for Norway is 73.4. Elections are free and fair and civil liberties are respected with independent media holding the government accountable for their actions. The next most developed country on the list is Switzerland. Switzerland's HDI, or human development, is 0.955. The life expectancy in Switzerland is 83.8 years of age. The GDP, or the gross domestic product, is expected to be uh, 695 billion by the end of 2021. Switzerland is uh, ranked to be politically stable. It has a semi-direct democratic federal republic. The economy is industrialized and their major exports are machinery, equipment, chemical pharmaceutical products, watches, and textile apparel. The labor market is stable and unemployment is low. Switzerland also ranks high in regards to uh, quality of life and safety and economic freedom. The questions or the discussion questions for this lecture is now for students to go to the United Nations website that was given to you earlier and list the same indicators of developed countries for Ireland, Germany, Hong Kong, Australia, Iceland, Sweden, Singapore, and the Netherlands. So the discussion questions for this lecture is for um, the students to discuss the information or the indicators of developed countries. So on Friday or in our next meeting, we are going to, students should have already looked up the um, 
indicators for developed countries, which includes the HDI, the um, GDP, the industrialization, the political ranking, and the economic freedom ranking for the following countries. Ireland, Germany, Hong Kong, Australia, Iceland, Sweden, Singapore, and the Netherlands. That will conclude the lecture. Oh, you should also students, um, in addition to uh, documenting the information on the rest of the most developed countries, should also make a list of the entire 76 countries that are classified as being developed. And we will discuss that in our next meeting. I look forward to seeing you in the, uh, speaking with you in the next lecture. The next lecture, according to your syllabus, look at your syllabus, and the next lecture is going to be on developing. So we just covered developed economies. The next lecture is going to be on developing economies. And that will be the lecture for next week. This is Professor Carter that will conclude this lecture. I look forward to seeing you in the next lecture.